Religiosanity, episode 104. Back with Pastor Andrew. Peter, I think that uh, here and there in our podcast, we touched upon my great hobby, which are uh, Polynesians of yes. Hawaii. Yes. But we never really talked about it in any systemic way. or uh, And know that our podcasts are kind of focused. Right. Uh, we, we often or I often wander uh, yeah. away from the theme. Sometimes but, you've yeah. dipped in some yeah, Polynesian yeah, yeah, themes yeah, yeah, or yeah. examples here and there. But it has been now my, uh, my interest, anthropological interest for something like 10 years or more. And um, I... I just thought that we can chat about that uh, from different perspectives. And, and one of the things uh, which I thought would might be an interesting uh, for our listeners is uh, that, frankly, Hawaii is many times unique part of the United States. Uh, it it was an independent kingdom before it became or was annexed mm-hmm. by force and then incorporated as the 50th state of United States. Um, and it is an... Um, it is a land which has its own history also. And that history is still there. Mm. While in the rest of the United States, uh, it got um, steamrolled over the old uh, lore. Talking about the indigenous. Indigenous uh, people were uh, either... either died because of the pandemics uh, Europeans brought or were exterminated or were moved around so much that they lost any kind of uh, connections or substantial amount of connections with their own land. And uh, that's a great pity. I I think that we talked about it uh, in in one of our earlier podcasts about uh, that holy geography. Right, right, right. Uh, and uh, that is definitely present in uh, in Hawaii. I'm originally European, and I know that mm-hmm. that you have these uh, uh, geographical or geomorphological features uh, associated with the lore, mm-hmm. with legends, with stories, and so on. And you have very little of that uh, here. Uh, and we are in, it, it might be in the north, uh, southwest, where there is still original population, mm-hmm. but it has been also kind of like moved over and, and, and changed. Uh, new settlers, of course, start creating their own lore uh, mm-hmm. over, uh, but in, in Hawaii, you have all of that present. You, you have mm-hmm. the, the local... Uh, 
local numens, uh, local deities associated with, with features. So the goddess Pella is living in mm. Halemaumau crater, for instance. Mm. Uh, and uh, then, then you have uh, the different spirits living around the blowholes, uh, mm. the, like, you know, when you have the waves uh, creating those kind of like geysers yeah. Yeah. Uh, through the, through geological features uh, or caves or uh, beaches uh, and and legends are associated you know with uh, the, there is one beach in uh, Maui uh, where the stones rattle and there is a mm. legend about it you know how it came about and and so on and so mm -hmm. forth you know you have features in the river say mm. and it is a canoe of of a cultural hero mm -hmm. maui mm -hmm. uh, for instance and and so on and so forth so uh, that is uh, definitely an aspect of that. Uh, I still remember how I was chased out uh, of an uh, probably a sacred uh, grove oh. uh, uh, on uh, island of Molokai. Uh, I, I I knew about it. Uh, I knew about its stories. Uh, I wanted to visit that. Yeah. I, I I parked in a distance on yeah. the road. I hiked there yeah. respectfully, right. uh, almost with that uh, prayer on my lips to right. be uh, 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 worthy of coming in. Yeah. And as we were returning, uh, the locals who are highly protective of, of that place clearly uh, mm. chastised us seriously mm. and almost chased us out. Wow. Uh, so that was, was it just that anybody was there or was it that uh, the white man was there? Haole, which are like a name for uh, people without uh, breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, that, that might be part of it. Uh, yeah. But simply it was out of order. Uh. Uh, and, and that is the religious approach of that. So you see that they, not only that there are these legends associated, but they are still uh, protected by the locals. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least to, to some degree, they are uh, venerated, yeah, yeah. respected, yeah. and protected. Yeah. Uh, and that also gives you that kind of uh, understanding and feel. And that is something we discussed here before, that this is definitely not a missionary religion. This mm -hmm. is that religion which tries to protect its mm -hmm. lore, its own knowledge, right. and uh, is uh, highly selective with whom it is shared. Right. That's more archaic form of religion right, right, uh, right. than um, just uh, those uh, monotheistic religions right. who are all eager to right. and and who uh, eager to accumulate con uh, converts. Right. And who also made it into their uh, uh, self-affirmation. That, that's uh, their 
self-understanding, the, the, the more successful they are in recruiting new, uh, new members, the more true they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is completely yeah. out of understanding of, of those uh, older religions, yeah. which are trying to really protect the most uh, yeah. core values of their religion just for their own tribe you right, know, or right. for those who have been... Uh, initiated uh, into, right. into that religion and uh, so a, that's, qu- a that's quick question different. about that was was w- were they open at one time and then they they uh, were abused by the the people without breath and then they started to have to be closed up or, no no uh, no 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 this this goes deep into uh, their uh, understanding of religion. There, there might be a dimension of this to some degree, or there was a period where they were sharing more openly about with anthropologists and so on. But they felt betrayed later on yeah. and, and, and so on. But um, th- th- this is something which is not appreciated uh, generally by uh, those who were touched by monotheistic religions uh, and I count the Judaism, Christianity and Islam among them yeah. certainly and there might be those who might be like Sikhs uh, from the Sikhisms and, and, and so on uh, but this this kind of uh, safeguarding their 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 religious knowledge is yeah. uh, very deeply rooted and goes all the way because it's it it was one of their ways of knowing the world it was their know-how how to live and how to operate in the world and mm-hmm. if if you have something uh, really of uh, your uh, of of great value you protect that yeah. You don't want to share it freely. You share that with only picked uh, people. Yeah. You know, where you want to pass it on to your children, to your tribe, uh, to your clan. Uh, that, that is uh, how, how it worked. They, they would, uh, sh- and it'll be a great honor to then share it with someone from outside of these circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can compare it these days. There is this big uh, chip war, uh, the computer chip war uh, going on between the Western uh, world and China, mm-hmm. uh, where we suddenly became so much more protective of our know how. And know how is, uh, is a power. Yeah. And so, in a similar way, not necessarily uh, computer technology, but uh, in, a, in a similar way in a religious sphere, that is an important know-how, yeah. which is uh, making life possible. Right. And so that is the way they, they why they are uh, so protective of that. You know, there are of course uh, other religious phenomena associated with it. Uh, the, of course, it is very often verbalized as uh, being protective of of the noumena, the deities of mm-hmm. that place, because otherwise they might get 
angry if someone uninitiated came yeah. and started to frolic around, say, you know, or disturb them. There are certain ways of approaching those uh, divinities of that place or that spirit of, of, uh, of that spring mm -hmm. uh, or something like that. And, uh, and, and you want to be protective of those deities because you don't want to make them angry. Yeah. Because then you'll be on the receiving side yeah. also. So that's at least my rationalization of that mm -hmm. uh, kind of uh, modernistic Russian uh, rationalization. But uh, yeah, so that that is something which I, I think that in the, uh, within the United States, uh, all the 50 uh, states, this is uh, absolutely unique. Uh, and th that's what is attracting me, you know, mm -hmm. you know th th that that long lore, which is still present, uh, yeah. was suppressed by Christian missionaries yeah. who were also at the same time curious. And there were those who were first collecting some of those mm -hmm. stories. So, you, you, you know, uh, there were times when I was extremely upset with, with those who came there and, and started to disrupt it and, and, and overlay the Christianity over it and, and so on. And uh, over the time I got kind of uh, a little wiser, I, I realized that, yes, they were bringing their own faith and very often with... Uh, Victorian prejudices and mm -hmm. so on, but at the same time, uh, definitely that first or first and half or second generation, they were highly protective of the people they mm -hmm. were uh, caring for. Uh, first generation of missionaries and the f second generation of missionaries or their children uh, were those who were still. Uh, intensely and intentionally learning Hawaiian language. Mm. It came only later and it came only uh, with the annexation mm -hmm. and imposition of political power over, mm. uh, uh, over Hawaiians that the Hawaiian language was outlawed oh. for a period of time, uh, almost lost. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but those missionaries, the, the, they had the best uh, intentions uh, mm -hmm. for, for those people. It's true that within one or two or three generations, they also, uh, you know, started to seriously benefit of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Having the world connections and trade right. and everything, and their children and grandchildren especially, then they started to milk it uh, in, in a very bad way. And that is why uh, that annexation took place, most likely. Mm -hmm. That'll be my reading of it. But mm -hmm. uh, returning back, that is uh, our closest uh, uh, way of actually connecting and understanding uh, religion, native religion, in its pristine form. Because besides some of uncontacted tribes 
who are right. thankfully protected and, right. and you know small islands in indian ocean like we discussed i think earlier when there were those uh, crazy missionaries trying to yeah. invade their place yeah uh, the polynesians and hawaiians are those like nearest to us where there is enough records and it is not that far in the past yeah to have actually right. approach to the culture which was uh non-literate yeah where everything was oral yeah and uh traditional religion traditional customs yeah uh, so that 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 makes it really uh, very very interesting uh and I got to say that this is, I'm starting to understand your fascination now for the first time. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I just thought you were going out there just hitting the beach. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I knew you were. No, first <laughs> of all, in Hawaii, that, that's interesting. Uh, you know, people have uh, Hawaii associated with beaches. The, that's, right. that's for some islands, not yeah. the island where we are going. Uh, there are very, very few uh, beaches uh, in Hawaii proper. Huh. Uh, Hawaii uh, is also a name of the biggest island uh, mm -hmm. where the, all that volcanism and other thing uh, is. And uh, they have uh, not that many beaches there. Oh. And some of those beaches are definitely not uh, for uh, uh, Europeans or Americans. Yeah. Uh, that that interesting that those are like black beaches mm. that is made of the shattered uh, lava cool uh, and uh, it, not it, great for the feet uh, especially uh, under tropical sun yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you need your flip-flops or you, yeah. you need to run quickly to towards the waterline where there are wave action because the water is cooling it uh, you know, but uh, and those are not that many. Mm -hmm. You know, they have green uh, beach there, which is uh, under kind of big slope. <laughs> so uh, you know, but the tourists are going there in a, because it's uh, of the olivine. Mm. Uh, that's a semi-precious stone, but uh, erupted from volcanoes, and sometimes uh, there is a higher content of olivine. And uh, so there is one beach which is kind of faintly greenish, kind of. Uh, I, I visited it at also, uh, but you know, it that, that did not make it for me. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, there are some uh, coral sand beaches on Big Island also, uh, but not that many. Uh, huh. So, you know, you know, it's... So the islands are relegated to some other island. I mean, the, uh, the tourism, beaches. To, the beaches are... Uh, the, the, this is the youngest island. So there was not enough time for, for the beaches to really Interesting. develop. Interesting. You have only those black beaches right. where is the shattered or... Because when lava meets the water, it, uh, the tension of quick cooling is shattering it. Mm. Uh, and and creates uh, and then wave action kind of makes uh, those sharp edge small bits of lava mm -hmm. into kind of black sand 
So that's that that that's one of the huh. uh, one of the ways. There are some new beaches now because the, there was uh, in 2018 a big eruption in Puna, uh, which completely destroyed very beautiful uh, lagoon. Oh. And and instead of created uh, substantial expenses of black beaches there now, uh, but uh, some of those black beaches uh, took over their uh, local uh, like landing port, you know, or mm-hmm. uh, fishing uh, landing uh, for fish mm-hmm. uh, fishermen, and, and they are quite upset about it. Uh, uh, it did not go directly over that landing. So they, they rejoiced when the eruption finished, but soon they realized that all the currents uh, brought all that black sand, tons and tons and tons of black sand, mm. and completely clogged that uh, that landing. Mm. Uh, so uh, they, they, they are still looking into you know what to do and and asking engineers to come and dredge that uh-huh. you know or something like that. It's it's very interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, but there you also see the, the, the land being created. And uh, culturally it is also interesting uh, for other reasons, because uh, Polynesians uh, over the centuries and almost millennia developed uh, skills of living in small places, while the rest of the world uh, was living in their mind, at least, uh, you know, uh, on on a planet which was endless, uh, because the continents were so vast. Right. Uh, people lived as if there was no tomorrow, and uh, land was easily available, and uh, skies are endless, and yeah. uh, everything. Uh, Polynesians, simply by the virtue of of their lifestyle of uh, coming and uh, colonizing or settling on small pieces, specks of land in the middle of ocean, uh, they developed uh, unique skills of uh, living in the world of limited resources. Mm-hmm. And that is making it also highly uh, interesting in our uh, current times of environmental degradation and yeah. crisis. Yeah. Because there are with uh, our 8 billion humans <laughs> or nearing that number uh, and um, and overpopulation, frankly, in, in many places of the world, uh, we are running to the wall. We are as a planet now, nearing the situation Polynesians found themselves from the beginning, that resources are limited, Mm -hmm. that you have to be very judicial uh, what you do, Uh, otherwise you are impacting next generations. Uh, you, You always do that. But in our world, especially in America, you, you, you know, you just gutted the place. So you lift anchors and moved another country over. Right. I, I know how uh, America was colonized. I, uh, for, for a year, I, I lived and worked uh, with denominational headquarters in Louisville. And it was interesting to observe how uh, Abraham Lincoln's family 
was doing exactly that. Mm. You know, how that whole area was settled. You, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln was uh, uh, conceived in Kentucky, <laughs> born in Indiana, yeah. and uh, moved over to Illinois. Or, you know, I'm now not uh, exactly, or he definitely grew up in, in, yeah, in, uh, in in Indiana, I think. Oh, really? And then he the, oh. lived as a mature man in, in Illinois. Oh. Uh, but they were moving along the Ohio River and colonizing it. So, so you know, I'm not claiming that they got it the place. But that, that's that mentality. There is always place to go. Yeah. And so if we ruin with our uh, strip mining uh, the, yeah. the, this hillside or Just something like that, yeah, well, we will move over, you know. We will leave our houses to completely deteriorate or mm. be overrun by forest and, and we'll have another place. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, this kind of uh, nonsensical approach uh, is, is long gone for now. Mm -hmm. uh, I, the people still live in that kind of mentality, but we need to really learn very quickly from Polynesians uh, how to survive in a place, uh, and that is another reason why, and I uh, why I go there and mm -hmm. and uh, am fascinated. Uh, so it is uh, for the religious and cultural reasons, but it is also for environmental reasons why I am fascinated by uh, mm -hmm. by uh, Polynesians and Hawaiians. Mm -hmm. uh, they had their own uh, struggles as well. Uh, and uh, I, I, I don't want to sound like they were the angels uh, yeah. be, because uh, modern scholarship is also kind of uh, like uh, showing that when the Polynesians uh, showed up, uh, they introduced their own species. <laughs> mm. uh, they brought uh, foreign plants and animals mm. uh, to those lands. Mm. Uh, so they were colonizing together with their toolbox of yeah. uh, things and uh, they also it is known uh, impacted uh, the local environment uh, and to some degree not in a good way really uh, but they were able to keep it kind of well, I guess a human, a human is going to do that. Like different kinds of humans will always impact the environment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's but, hard but, not but to. they figured out how to live, the, how to reestablish that equilibrium um, or something yeah, like that. That's so the thing. Uh, that was, uh, or they were rather judicious about uh, expanding and using new source of resources. Let's say. Mm -hmm new sort of resources mm -hmm. uh, and, and and so on so that is also kind of inspiring and uh, the local practitioners will always paint themselves as saints mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to be here more kind of uh, truthful by saying yes they were really good <laughs> yeah but you know if you make it into sacredness or something like that you know or paint them only in a positive yeah. colors you are exposing yourself uh to uh, legitimate criticism mm -hmm. 
and then there is a danger that everything would be rejected saying oh those are just old myths mm -hmm. you know or first of all myths are all not necessarily negative <laughs> yeah and the other thing is uh that uh, uh that there was a lot of good we can still learn from that and interestingly it was associated with religion and that uh, here I'm again coming back to that uh, our theme of religiosity that uh, that religion kept them sane mm. to a mm. large extent that they, mm -hmm. they helped them to curtail their urges yeah and uh, to 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 limit their uh, hunger for expansion yeah and uh, led them to self control uh, and that that I think is something uh, again we need to to, to rediscover uh, well it's hard isn't it hard for us as Christians to discover that when in our word in our Bible uh -huh. we have a uh, Look at the birds. God is taking care of them. And Jesus said, and God loves you more than them. And, you know, and other such passages makes us think the world is ours. Let's leave the house uh, and I, let's I, keep I moving. <laughs> it's I, I, ours. I, will, I will gently, uh, here I will gently challenge you on that. Okay. Because uh, if God is caring for the little uh, sparrows, uh that is an affirmative statement. Yeah, it should have uh, stopped there. It should have stopped there. Look at how God is taking care of the sparrows. He cares for you too. Why did he say he cares for you more? It makes me think I'm better than the sparrows. Here is my challenge, that you are hearing that more as exclusivistic. Yes, I am. While it does not necessarily need to be. Hmm. Or, yes, you are being cared for more, but mm -hmm. those others are also cared for. Mm -hmm. So, if you are being, uh, it is either zero-sum game and non-zero-sum game. Right. And, and that is our especially American uh, sin of seeing everything as a zero-sum game. That's so right. if I am the one who is being cared for more, then those others are just zeros. Right. You know, they are not important. I live on their account. I can right. take whatever I want, not recognizing that they are being cared for. And, and, and a little bit of that uh, uh, kind of... Uh, traditional uh, tribal or religion of, of uh, recognizing that those sparrows are under the divine protection also and if you just for no reason kill a sparrow your own life is being diminished mm -hmm. is uh, is something we are missing and I think that that is something we, we uh, need to rediscover and reintroduce into our faith and into our religion. And there is an uh, heroic attempt of, of doing it with environmental theology and uh, earth Bible theology mm -hmm. and movements uh, around the world. Uh, and uh, I, I'm very happily part of that uh, indirectly simply bringing it to my own congregation here 
at Rutgers and mm-hmm. uh, reintroducing that. Uh, also digging deep in the Hebrew Bible because mm-hmm. there it is more. Uh, New Testament is in Hellenistic times, which is pre- Hellenism is predominantly anthropocentric. There are certain aspects of it which are not, but predominantly that's a period of uh, human history which becomes uh, anthropocentric and even individualistic. Yeah, you know, like looking at individuum and nothing wrong about it. You, you, the, I, I, I think that we would have difficulties living in pre-individualistic societies yeah, yeah. and so on. Uh, we, we want to be respected uh, for who we are. Uh, for our aspirations and our dreams and our knowledge uh, as individuals and for our freedoms. So that, that's all right, but not completely forgetting what is uh, in a deeper layer, say, of the Hebrew Bible in the Old Testament, where there is this kind of respect towards the nature and, and the recognition of, of its uh, importance. Uh, and you know that I'm constantly bringing it up and and going even deeper behind that uh, into the, the roots of that faith which go to the, those uh, which is pejoratively called Canaanite religions. But that's really where our faith is growing from, uh, mm-hmm. from the polytheistic uh, uh, ancient Semitic religion uh, made to us accessible through Ugaritic uh, mm-hmm. literature mm-hmm. Uh, on, on, on its edge. You know, it is not the core uh, of, of that uh, West Semitic religion. Uh, Ugarit was on the north uh, part towards the Turkey, yeah. uh, kind of yeah. North Syrian. Uh, town, but still, you, you know, at least something which is datable and and shows us how 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 it was, and and kind of uh, attempting to uh, lift it up and and, yeah. and uh, honor that to to, to some degree mm-hmm. is uh, rehabilitate mm-hmm. its otherwise bad reputation. Because if you have new development, it always uh, pits itself against what preceded it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, the Hebrew Bible pits itself against the polytheism of, of, of Northwest Semites and, and, and is really angry against it and, and so on. Uh, not very often hiding how much it depends on it. Mm-hmm. The similar way Christianity in a Hellenistic time uh, pits itself against the Hebrew Bible, mm-hmm. at least some streams within uh, the Christianity, especially Gnosticism and, and so on. Mm-hmm. They, they are really strictly, you know, anthropocentric and, mm-hmm. and you know, Marcion uh, says, oh, there are two gods even, <laughs> you know, there is a God of uh, Jesus and then there is a God of Hebrew Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that, that's that kind of uh, extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is clearly uh, a presence uh, where the Christianity pits itself against the Hebrew Bible or Christians yeah. against the Jews and, and so yeah. on. So uh, um, the returning back, uh, kind of recovering this, uh, this whole tradition and seeing it more objectively without this uh, antagonism 
uh, and uh, finding some of what we are seeing in Polynesian uh, traditions and rediscovering those deep layers in our own tradition, I think is another way of, of approaching it. Mm. So here I am kind of yeah, no. closing the big circle yeah. I did with this yeah. strange excursion uh, yeah. uh, a, a, around the Christian and Jewish religion and, and old Semite religion. But uh, there are some aspects of uh, of, of Polynesian or Hawaiian religion when you are thinking, you know, this is so similar, say, to uh, uh, to, to what we know from uh, from the Hebrew Bible. Mm. Like uh, uh, that they had uh, cities of refuge or places of refuge, exa almost exactly like it is described in the Hebrew Bible mm. Mm. Uh, on their islands. Uh -huh. uh, and and that is clear as a bell to 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 those who are kind of describing in anthropologists they are uh -huh. finding these parallels, or uh, their society uh, and uh, organizations of families and uh, and and uh, the eating rules for instance, before the missionaries came or before the West, contact with the Western world uh, was, on the other hand, very similar to uh, ancient Sparta, mm. where men and women ate apart. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, uh, you, you, you see some patterns <laughs> yeah. which are like across the globe. Huh. They are on the other side of the world from, yeah, from yeah, these yeah. places. Yeah. And they, they have... Uh, that they what do you attribute to that? What do you, how, do you, how do you explain that? Uh, I, I think that the, those are just... Uh, the, the, there is only a certain amount of solutions uh, for for challenges in the mm, world. Mm -hmm. And uh, so things can be found independently. You, you cannot trace, <laughs> uh, say, uh, that, that practice of, uh, uh, that practice of uh, eating apart yeah. to Sparta. Yeah. Because most likely among the Polynesians, it came into existence roughly at the same time, if not even earlier, than it became in classical Sparta. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was that kind of um, alpha male kind of culture, uh, mm -hmm. fostering the, the, those fighters and... Uh, so Literally strength... Uh, ruling kind of and and hunting and, yeah. and uh, you, you know and 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 fighting yeah uh, so it comes from the similar substrate and if you have similar substrate it produces similar results yeah. and so this is the similar result uh, or uh, those uh, places of refuge uh, in in the absence of a judicial system and apparatus you realize that you still need to have a way of uh, providing mercy. Mm -hmm. 
you know, or for those who might be accused of, of serious crimes, still find a way of surviving. Mm-hmm. Because uh, vendetta, blood fugis, uh, can completely eliminate the, the entire society. There has to be some way of, of finding equilibrium or finding uh-huh. uh, uh, grace mm-hmm. for, for even, the, first of all, the, there is no way of actually uh, confirming whether it is so or not, because if you don't have any courts or ways of hearing cases, then it is mostly hearsay, mm-hmm. you know, or accusations flying. So that's one thing, and and even if there is, even if it is founded accusation, still you 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 want to provide for some grace, mm-hmm. because otherwise that will consume the society. And that's uh, now I I can kind of jump into our current times. That that's somehow concerning and challenging in 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 American society that we have this very vindictive streak. Uh, there, there should be some uh, realm for for grace uh, and 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 freedom for say for judges and and I think that we talked about it uh, before yeah. uh, of uh, you know not having prescribed <laughs> uh, you know judgments but uh, yeah. minimal sentencing I think that yeah. they call it and and so on that there should be freedom for uh, judicious people. And who else should be of that kind than uh, those whom we put aside as judges than to, to have the freedom of, of, of making choices. Uh, so, and so, you know, in, in the situation where you don't have uh, judicious apparatus, now returning back to Polynesians and ancient uh, Hebrews, <laughs> you, you, you want to make a space for it. Uh-huh. in some way and and that is uh, that is through uh, these places of refuge where you know when you run to it there is a protection for you 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 would not get killed and you can find some way of being reintroduced back to to the society because you know those are people of great resources that that was another thing which uh, which is known uh, that they the, the, those limited resources were also to some degree in uh, in 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 other humans mm. for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, they the, eventually they struggled with overpopulation and they found their own ways of of dealing with it. But uh, at the same time. Uh, they, they, they struggled also in preserving themselves on those islands, especially early on when they started to colonize them. And uh, so they developed certain very uh, clever strategies of, of doing it, uh, like ancient societies in general did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so young generation uh, were to procreate while the... Uh, grandparents were those who were raising children and that is very well documented uh, in um, in Hawaii 
And you can guess that from some of the classical Greek mythology, that that was the case huh. as well among the Greeks, for instance. Uh, and, uh, and I guess that's just also just a similar thing of necessity. Yeah, ruling. exactly. And, and, and considering that uh, the, the, their, their lives were very short, that, yeah. that, that's the other, uh, until it became almost impossible to, say, dig graves and so on because of the um, uh, cultural and political pressures and, and legislation, which is now not making it uh, possible. But there is enough of documentation from earlier times. And uh, so, so we know that uh, average age uh, in, in Hawaii until the, the arrival of uh, Western culture was uh, not that far from what we know about uh, uh, the time of Jesus or uh, that period where the the peasants where the normal people uh, lived maximum to 40 uh, there were of course few who were standing out completely out of uh -huh. that uh, uh, who survived to say 70 or uh, even older but those were extremely unique cases mm -hmm. exemptions mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise uh, average age was 37 35 or something like that just uh, you know from anthropological or paleo yeah paleoanthropological perspective you, you you discover bones and you can tell when, right. when that person died and so we, we know that that was uh, the, the situation back then and and in that situation of course it is as you said necessity because you need to keep the population going yeah. and and in that situation and and you need to continue keeping the the knowledge circulating yeah and so grandparents those who accumulated the most information are then the best teachers for the youngsters to to start introducing them to the lore to yeah. to, to the knowledge which yeah. you need to then pass on yeah uh, without written resources or anything, that is how how the information is being passed on. Mm -hmm. uh, technology, knowledge, uh, industry, all of that is is being preserved that way and uh, through the oral tradition. Mm -hmm. And so, again, that that almost asks for it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is another interesting part of that. And uh, it's it's. Also interesting that now, because of the technology, we are returning to an oral tradition when you yeah. think about it. Because, uh, you know, nowadays, and, and I am dyslexic, so I am kind of using it a, a slight... Uh, I'm still reading books. I have yeah. my dictionaries, commentaries, and so on. But if I'm to read a novel, say, or yeah. something like that, I actually purchased the one recorded for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... Uh, in uh, quotation marks, read it while yeah. I am, say, driving or something yeah. like that and, and enjoying it immensely. So yeah. we are returning back 
yeah. into those uh, times of, of oral tradition yeah. when, when you think about it. Right. Yeah. You know, if I need to read for, for my exegesis or something like that uh, in, in more carefully and in, in more detail, yeah. or if I want to revisit an interesting part, say, of... Uh, thing you heard. Of, of a novel. Yeah. Uh, and and there is it. some uh, really thick uh, part uh, I, I want to then I, I go and <clears throat> read it yeah but otherwise I'm just listening and, yeah. and enjoying it and and so here we are kind of well, big I circle guess, returning yeah. <laughs> and I guess like maybe for another episode we should talk about is that is this a good thing or a bad thing you know that it we're returning to an oral kind of thing and returning away from a literary kind of thing. I, I You're don't know about whether we are that, returning. No, we should completely. save that. For yeah, that. yeah, we will return, and and we can but return to you, to Hawaiians also because I was going to say more. I think we need a part two of this. Yeah, because, because the, the, you know talking about the, their deities and their yes. respect to deities, how they permeate even the current times. That's the other thing which yes. we, which we can touch upon. Uh, of course, when when you talk about Hawaii or Big Island, uh, the, the the most active uh, manifestation of uh, their uh, nominal life is uh, Goddess Pele, mm. uh, the the patron goddess of volcanoes. Mm. And you know there are some very interesting surprises. Uh, who are the current people most talking about Pele? For instance, uh, and, and, and so on. That's so, a nice tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that good, might be our next episode. That then. should be, yeah. yes. That is a good uh, thing to look forward to. Thank you for bringing this, and we'll look forward to that next time. Thank you. <laughs>